Welcome to Real Talk for Real Teachers. I'm Dr. Becky Bailey, the creator of Conscious Discipline, expert in education, child development, and a lifelong teacher and learner. For those listening who are not aware of Conscious Discipline, it is a comprehensive program that integrates social-emotional learning, school culture, and discipline. It provides the seven powers for conscious adults to help teachers regulate their own emotions enough to see conflict differently, and the seven basic skills of discipline that empower teachers to respond to conflict and upset in a way that instills life skills. Today we're talking about conscious discipline and the Migrant Head Start program. Migrant Head Start serves farm worker children and their families from ages six weeks to five years. Before we get into our discussion about the Migrant Head Start program, it is helpful to understand a little more about the lives of migrant and seasonal agriculture farm workers and some of the massive issues they face. Now, I must admit, I knew they faced massive issues, but as I researched this, my heart broke. The challenges are are, are so huge, I'm speechless. Farm workers are the poorest workers in this country. The average total income of farm workers is between $15,000 and $17,500 a year, working 10 to 12 hours a day, six days a week. They pick the food. They provide the workers in the fields that feed you and me, actually the whole country, and enough food to export to other places. And in my mind, tragically, making this huge contribution to you and me, don't have any money left over, often to feed themselves and their families. Women are essential in the American food system. They hold their own families together while making up 28% of the agricultural workforce in the United States. And they are the most exploited workers in this country. Not only are they given the least desired, lowest-paying jobs and the first to be laid off, they have to endure sexual harassment, gender discrimination. They often have their benefits, if they have any, reduced. And they have the extra responsibility of being the primary caregiver of all the children. Just to give you some examples, some employees take advantage of married women to evade that extra payment of Social Security onto another check by putting their money on top of their husband's checks. Now, what this does, of course, is deny them Social Security benefits, uh, allows them to work for less than minimum wage, and gives their husbands unjust amounts of power over them because they have no legal income themselves. Hundreds, if not thousands, of women have been coerced or had coerced sex with their supervisors to keep their jobs or prevent immigration issues. And what some women do because of the sexual harassment is they resort to dressing like men to reduce chances of harassment. And in one research study, Farm worker women referred to the field where they worked as the field, and I'm translating this into English, as the field of panties because so many women have been raped by supervisors there. In addition to all that, and I can't even imagine in addition, but in addition to all that, women in the fields are also exposed to toxic pesticides 
through direct spraying, breathing in pesticide drift, and touching pesticide linked to infertility. And these are all linked to infertility, miscarriages, and birth defects in babies. And there's a wonderful documentary on YouTube I'm going to mention at the end of this that I'm going to encourage all of you to watch. So if you add to this many more issues of our farm workers, and of course I didn't touch on the men, but they also move from place to place, often living in substandard conditions, you can see the unique challenges of educating the children of migrant and seasonal workers. And I am so excited that you're going to join me in a conversation I had with Gilda Gonzalez, who has taken it as the program coordinator to meet some of these challenges and explain them to us with conscious discipline. So join me now. So welcome, everyone. I'm here with Gilda Gonzalez. And uh, Gilda, tell me what you do and your location and everything. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Gilda Gonzalez, as you said it, and um, I am um, the program coordinator for the Migrant Head Start uh, program in California, uh, which is, uh, belongs to Riverside County Office of Education. We have, um, we serve children in Riverside and in Peru County through um, center-based and family child care providers. Okay, and so this is south of San Diego or something? South of San Diego. South it's south. a couple of hours east of San Diego, very close to the border with Mexicali. So, now, with that, there's got to become a lot of uh, flexibility. So tell me a little bit about your program. Because the kids would come at a certain time and leave. Uh, so share all that. We are a full-day program. And because our families are very unique because they work in agriculture, mm -hmm. we need to be very flexible. So we have um, center base that open from 7 to 3 center-based um, mm -hmm. schedules, but we also provide services in family childcare homes where the schedules are more flexible because they can receive children as early as 5 o'clock in the morning and oh, as late yes. as 8 o'clock at night, depending wow. on the schedules of the providers and the parents. Wow. So how many are roughly in the center-based approach, and then how many are in the home-based? We have approximately 800 kids, so um, about 50% are center-based, and then the other 50% are family childcare providers. At daycares. Tell me the 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 ch challenges that you've faced, and how you've kind of overcome them, and how conscious discipline might have been helpful. Well, we have a lot of challenges uh, to start with the fact that um, our parents work very long hours, mm -hmm. so they um, have no time to really spend quality time with their right. kids. So. It's up to many times to the care providers, sometimes the grandparents, sometimes other family members, and, and of course um, to our teachers and staff to take care of this particular area. So it's very challenging for them because even uh, we know that uh, most parents want the best for the kids, mm -hmm. it's not always you know, um, how they can do it because they're not there. Right. So it's yeah, I was seeing when you said five to eight. Yeah, I mean, sometimes uh, that is. it depends where they go to work. If they go to um, other place, you know, have to drive a couple of hours from right. their home, it's very long days. Yeah. So with that amount of time in, in the care of others, uh, what kinds of things are you seeing? Uh, do, you ha do the children's behavior demonstrate some of that stress they're experiencing or, 
what kinds of things do you see because of that a, a lot of time away from uh, their loved ones? Yeah. Uh, we see a lot of um, challenges on the behavior. I think that behavior is one of the areas that we really need to focus on, and not necessarily the behavior itself, but the social emotional piece, yeah. because um, we have all kinds of um, things going on uh, from kids that are um, aggressive, having aggressive behavior mm -hmm. to kids that are um, withdrawn right. and not wanting to participate to um, some, um, a lot of diagnosis of ADHD, mm -hmm. um, autism, and, and sometimes there is difficult, you know, to, to, for teachers and for parents to deal with these kinds of behavior. So we adopted conscious discipline a couple of years ago. Oh, it's okay. uh, barely new for us. Um, I came to the institute a couple of years ago, so I fell in love with, with the model. We decided to, to try it, and um, we started very slow with it. Uh -huh. We decided to do the, um, the, um, the deep breathings, mm -hmm. the, and then, um, so everybody was supposed to do it, so we uh, bat the um, pinwheels for teachers oh, yes. and for providers yes, so yes. they can really practice it yes. with kids, because we wanted to, um, like see something going on in the classroom, see, um, you know, teachers do activities that really were going to impact kids. Right. So we know that conscious discipline is you, very uh, broad and has a lot of information, a lot of details that we were not able to um, capture in the moment, but we decided to start with that particular activity. Then we decided to implement the um, greetings and goodbyes. Mm -hmm. So we bought um, aprons for teachers so they yes. can decorate it with the, uh -huh. um, the kids so they could um, uh, select how they wanted to be greeted and how they wanted to say goodbye. So those are the two activities that we are implementing like program-wide, mm -hmm. but um, some teachers and some providers have gone above and beyond in that. So we have seen um, a transformation in some of the classrooms and some of the providers because it is like a little competence now. Yes. Because if this teacher is doing this, this other teacher wants to do it. And right. then the same with the providers. So yes. although as a program we're recurring the, them to do this, uh, some of the uh, teachers and providers have gone above and beyond. Um, we have also adopted the uh, parent education curriculum uh -huh. um, as part of the requirement for Head Start to uh -huh. have a curriculum for parents. And it's working very nice because now parents are doing their part at home based mm -hmm. on the activities that are happening in the classroom. For example, um, well, to start with, with um, introducing the curriculum and make it simple for staff and for parents, we develop a policy to summarize the curriculum in a simple uh, two pages policy okay, to yeah. make it easier to understand. And um, also we decided to incorporate it into what we are doing in the classrooms and in the sites instead of like bringing more, um, uh, putting more activities and requiring more time of parents that they don't have, we decided to incorporate um, uh, some of the activities into the home visits that uh, community assistance, we call community assistance to the social workers that are going to their homes, mm -hmm. to parents' homes. Yes, home yeah. yeah. Okay, so that two-page summary that you did, to so make it kind of simple, you have it English and Spanish? Yes, we do have English and Spanish. Now, are the, t ch are, are the classrooms taught in Spanish, English, or just bilingual? Uh, it's bilingual, but most of our staff, it's primarily Spanish speaker, and mm -hmm. then, like, 
for the majority, English is a second language, and our families, 90 plus percent are Spanish speakers. Spanish. So we have translated a lot of materials um, to really introduce it to parents. Oh, that is wonderful. So on our website, we have a place that says free resources. Would you be willing to share your two-page summary in Spanish, and we can put it up on our free resources sure. for uh, other people that might find that uh, uh, helpful for them? Sure. So, so you started off, and this is just kind of your bring it. You're rolling it out very slow yes. through your program, and then some teachers are catching on quicker or just going above and beyond. Yes. So in the classrooms where the teachers are catching on a little quicker, what are you seeing happening? Can you tell a difference? Yeah. Yes, you can tell the difference. You see the classroom that is um, a classroom that is running smoothly. Then a classroom where conscious discipline is not um, already. Mm -hmm. into that stage and then we see a lot of reductions on behaviors we see a lot of reductions on referrals of children because mm -hmm. of the behaviors we see like um, less having to call the parent to you yes. know inform them that this is going on so um, we have seen the difference now with all these workers uh, the migrant workers are they all documented or, or are there some in living in fear of being Yes. Uh, removed. Some of them are living in fear of being removed. Yes. Yes. And so, have you seen that growing and growing and growing? I mean, is that fear getting greater as yes. we have all this discussion within the country? And can you see that impacting on the children of these parents? Yes. Well, you can see, you know, it, it, it all depends on the region. We have, uh, particularly in the northern region of the program, where um, parents um, cannot go to the south because of the um, immigration checkpoint. Mm -hmm. You can see that parents are more afraid of um, being, um, you know, deported. So they sometimes um, share with us that fear, and you can see like they usually have like more than than a couple of kids. Um, usually our families are very large. They mm -hmm. have six, eight kids, so right. they share how they fear of leaving their kids behind if they are to be deported. And some parents even uh, decide to go back to um, their countries and take their kids yeah. with them. It's just too much. Yeah. Yeah. So share us a couple success stories, something that's popped in your head that you've seen either with a parent or at a piece of the program or with the staff in general. What sticks out is like, wow, I can really I just want to cheer for this. Yeah, I have a couple of examples. I'll share um, with the Policy Council. We also do these um, activities with our program um, with the Policy Council. Mm -hmm. And uh, parents are very eager to um, start the conscious discipline uh, mini session uh, mm -hmm. at the training. So usually the agenda for the Policy Council is very long and very um, descriptive, uh, prescriptive. Uh -huh. um, because we need to cover a lot of materials right. of the, um, because of the requirements. but. Um, we usually start with a welcoming and then the next topic is conscious discipline. So sometimes since I do conscious discipline mini session in the policy council and if for any reason I do not go to the meeting, they're like saying to my director, hey, where's the conscious discipline uh, activity? So we're waiting for it. So they really like it. They have embraced it because they can relate to the activity with their personal life. Right. They know that if um, they capture the concept of that is being discussed, they can apply it to their own um, children, and not only children, but and their, um, adults. You bet. Um, and then I have another um, 
story, I was talking to, to one of the family shock care providers. With, um, she's here with us uh -huh. for the training, and she was saying that she had a little girl that was um, not talking and was very, um, that she used to be by herself and that she started doing the uh, deep breathings with her and then like really thinking what she was going to say to the kid instead of like trying to bringing her to um, activities. And, and this kid was um, receiving speech therapy because, uh -huh. because of uh, uh, that speech delay. And so in a couple of months, she was able to incorporate into the activities. She was saying some words. Oh, Even yeah. the parent yeah. was saying, what are you doing with her? Yes. Because she is so advanced so much. So that she said that she was going to share the video because she has a video where um, the before and after. And so she was saying, I'll share the video with you because you are going to see the difference in the video. Oh, and we would love to see that. Any last words you have for people? This is a unique situation with the migrant families and trying to serve that uh, population that are faced with so many challenges, the, the length of a time away, uh, and of course, the uh, embedded fears around all that. Yeah. Uh, is there anything that, since we hope many people will watch this, that, that you would like to say well, I want to say that um, how important it is to pay attention to the social emotional piece of our lives. Sometimes we tend to believe that academics is the most important. And I know that as parents, we want the best for our kids. And um, having them learning to read and write is important. But I think that the social emotional aspect is the most important aspect in life. So um, I truly believe that conscious discipline is a transformational yeah. model that uh, works and um, it's, um, it's, it makes the difference, you know, in the lives of, um, of everybody, not only children and, and parents, but everybody, because it gives you the, the knowledge and the skills and the strategies so you can implement them with, you know, with your family or your um, uh, classmates or your... Yes, and how about, how about you personally? Have you found any difference within yourself as you've studied and, and now you're back again with some more people here at, at the Institute. Yeah. Have you found any personal difference with yes. yourself? Yes. I, I usually, um, well, I am, I consider myself a very um, reactive person in, especially in my personal life, <laughs> with my husband especially. Now when I have a, um, a situation that is going on, um, instead of responding rapidly to whatever is coming up, I stop and think and before I say something yeah. that is not going to come back. <laughs> Good for you. I hope it rubs off on me. <laughs> so thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Gilda, for all you do and blessings to all the people that work in the agricultural fields and to the Migrant Head Start program. So what's Becky up to? Well, I'm rereading a wonderful book entitled The Body Keeps the Score, Brain, Mind, and Body in the Healing of Trauma. And this is a New York Times bestseller by Dr. Bessel van der Kolk, who's a, a leading expert in trauma. And as a result of this book, now I'm heading back to yoga classes. So that's what I'm up to. And so what are we celebrating? Well, this is exciting. So we did research on our Conscious Discipline Parent Education curriculum. It was done by Child Trends, 
and it just got published in a very prestigious journal, the Journal of Research and Innovative Teaching and Learning. So in June 14th, 2019, and our research was published. Of course, it showed that we do help parents in numbers of ways, but the exciting part that I want to celebrate today is hopefully a lot more uh, people in academia will be reading about what we do with our parent program. With that, until next time, I wish you well. For more episodes of Real Talk with Real Teachers by Dr. Becky Bailey, visit ConsciousDiscipline.com forward slash podcasts. You can also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app.